Listen to God's Word for September 20th. Today's reading is Daniel 5 and 6. May God bless this reading of His Word. Daniel 5 Later, King Belshazzar held a great feast for a thousand of his nobles, and he drank wine with them. Under the influence of the wine, Belshazzar gave orders to bring in the gold and silver vessels that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem, so that the king could drink from them, along with his nobles, his wives, and his concubines. Thus they brought in the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the king drank from them, along with his nobles, his wives, and his concubines. As they drank the wine, they praised their gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron, wood and stone. At that moment, the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall, near the lampstand in the royal palace. As the king watched the hand that was writing, his face grew pale, and his thoughts so alarmed him that his hips gave way and his knees knocked together. The king called out for the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners to be brought in. And he said to these wise men of Babylon, Whoever reads this inscription and tells me its interpretation will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. So all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the inscription or interpret it for him. Then King Belshazzar became even more terrified. His face grew even more pale, and his nobles were bewildered. Hearing the outcry of the king and his nobles, the queen entered the banquet hall. O king, may you live forever, she said. Do not let your thoughts terrify you, or your face grow pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the days of your father he was found to have insight, intelligence, and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. Your own father, the king, did this because Daniel, the one he named Belteshazzar, was found to have an extraordinary spirit, as well as knowledge, understanding, and the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Summon Daniel, therefore, and he will give you the interpretation. So Daniel was brought before the king, who asked him, Are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that you have insight, intelligence, and extraordinary wisdom. Now the wise men and enchanters were brought before me to read this inscription and interpret it for me, but they could not give its interpretation. But I have heard about you, that you are able to give interpretations and solve difficult problems. Therefore, if you can read this inscription and give me its interpretation, you will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around your neck, and you will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. 
In response, Daniel said to the king, You may keep your gifts for yourself and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the inscription for the king and interpret it for him. As for you, O king, the Most High God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness, glory and honor. Because of the greatness that he bestowed on him, the people of every nation and language trembled in fear before him. He killed whom he wished, and kept alive whom he wished. He exalted whom he wished, and humbled whom he wished. But when his heart became arrogant, and his spirit was hardened with pride, he was deposed from his royal throne, and his glory was taken from him. He was driven away from mankind, and his mind was like that of a beast. He lived with the wild donkeys, and ate grass like an ox. And his body was drenched with the dew of heaven, until he acknowledged that the Most High God rules over the kingdom of mankind, setting over it whom he wishes. But you, his son, O Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, even though you knew all this. Instead, you have exalted yourself against the Lord of heaven. The vessels from his house were brought to you, and as you drank wine from them with your nobles, wives, and concubines, you praised your gods of silver and gold, bronze and iron, wood and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you have failed to glorify the God who holds in his hand your very breath and all your ways. Therefore he sent the hand that wrote the inscription. Now this is the inscription that was written, Mini, Mini, Tikel, Parsin. And this is the interpretation of the message. Mini means that God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Tikel means that you have been weighed on the scales and found deficient. Perez means that your kingdom has been divided and given over to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and they clothed Daniel in purple, placed a gold chain around his neck, and proclaimed him the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night Belshazzar, king of the Chaldeans, was slain, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom at the age of sixty-two. Daniel 6 Now it pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom, and over them three administrators, including Daniel, to whom these satraps were accountable, so that the king would not suffer loss. Soon, by his extraordinary spirit, Daniel distinguished himself among the administrators and satraps. So the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Thus the administrators and satraps sought a charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge or corruption, because he was trustworthy, and no negligence or corruption was found in him. Finally these men said, We will never find any charge against this Daniel, unless we find something against him concerning the law of his God. So the administrators and satraps went together to the king, and said, O King Darius, 
may you live forever. All the royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisers, and governors have agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce a decree that for thirty days any one who petitions any god or man except you, O king, will be thrown into the den of lions. Therefore, O king, establish the decree and sign the document so that it cannot be changed in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. Therefore King Darius signed the written decree. Now when Daniel learned that the document had been signed, he went into his house, where the windows of his upper room opened toward Jerusalem, and three times a day he got down on his knees, prayed, and gave thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel petitioning and imploring his God. So they approached the king and asked about his royal decree. Did you not sign a decree that for thirty days any man who petitions any god or man except you, O king, will be thrown into the den of lions? The king replied, According to the law of the Medes and Persians, the order stands, and it cannot be repealed. Then they told the king, Daniel, one of the exiles from Judah, shows no regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed. He still makes his petition three times a day. As soon as the king heard this, he was deeply distressed, and set his mind on delivering Daniel, and he labored until sundown to rescue him. Then the men approached the king together and said to him, Remember, O king, that by the law of the Medes and Persians no decree or ordinance established by the king can be changed. So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the den of lions. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles, so that nothing concerning Daniel could be changed. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No entertainment was brought before him, and sleep fled from him. At the first light of dawn the king got up and hurried to the den of lions. When he reached the den, he cried out in a voice of anguish, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel replied, O king, may you live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, for I was found innocent in his sight, and I have done no wrong against you, O king. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted out of the den, no wounds whatsoever were found on him, because he had trusted in his God. At the command of the king, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought and thrown into the den of lions, they and their children and wives. And before they had reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. Then King Darius wrote to the people of every nation and language throughout the land.
may your prosperity abound. I hereby decree that in every part of my kingdom men are to tremble in fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, and he endures forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed, and his dominion will never end. He delivers and rescues. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. For he has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.